There's the fine young cannibal. She drives me crazy to start us off on a Friday. Happy Friday to you. Mr. PJ Gallagher. What's the story, mister? What is the story with you? Happy Friday to your head. Happy Friday to you very much. Yeah, I'm glad it's here, to be honest with you. I am too. A weird week. Like, I felt like... I'll be honest with you. I felt like I was uh, sort of... Grappling with an alligator trying to get out of bed this morning, which is unusual for I, me. All this week, I've I've had the old sort of, oh, you're choking, that's not the alarm. Is oh, yeah, I've had that yeah. thing. Well, I, now, I have to say, that's the first time in a long time. Same here. Now, that today, that's happened. I only had it today now, but it's the first time in a very long time I was like, oh, dude. Yeah. Oh. It's weird. I don't know what's going I on. To do I that don't know why I'm tired this week. Yeah, does, I don't there's know. There's nothing either. out of the ordinary or whatever. It's just, it's Maybe very that's strange. Why. Maybe that's why there's nothing out of the ordinary. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe that's exactly the reason why uh, both of us are starting to grapple with... Uh, it's finally getting you know. to us. Anyway, listen, uh, it is Friday. Hopefully you're in good form for your Friday. Uh, whatever your weekend is compared to whatever your weekdays are, I don't know. But whatever they are, I hope they're good for you and you're looking forward to them oh, and well, you're in good form know, and all that. It looks like we're going to start with a bit of rain anyway. Well, that's a good thing, isn't so there it? There you go. Soft day and all that. Soft day and all, yeah. James, <laughs> what more would you want? Than an excuse to be hanging around. If you need to give us a shout, say 087188 Always good to hear from you. Happy Friday, folks. Birthday's on the way. Black Eyed Peas, where's the love? Here are classic hits. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Happy Friday to you, Friday 19th of February. And about to take on the celebrity birthdays, which to be fair, I mean, okay, there may not have been a specific victory during the week. No. But you had very close calls on the There are thereabouts, yeah. Your eye was in. Me, I was in. That's fair to say. I think. Yeah, and it was I all think, over. I, I think a lot of these now will be right up your little particular street, right up your own little cul-de-sac. It sounds strange to say it'd be right up my little particular. <laughs> Starting with, it's only the birthday of Ray Winston. Oh, Ray Winston! Yeah. He's good. Ray Winston. He kind of dropped off the face of the earth a little bit, didn't he, Ray Winston? He was like he was kind of in a space, a spash of movies or a space of movies. And there's a bloke as well who, I mean, I like him too. I think he's brilliant. I love Ray Winston in anything. But again, I mean, he he does. We're finding more and more people who fit into your category of the De Niro's, where it's like, you know, no matter what. Ray Winston is in. He talks like that. Yeah, he's Ray Winston, yeah. Do you know what I mean? He's no Ray Winston. What, yeah. yeah. Even Which if is very good. I know. Similar to De Niro. But you know what I mean? He is ultimately always going to be Ray Winston in something. I know. Like, if, even if he was cast to play Trump in a movie, he'd yeah. still be coming out and going, All right. This it's fake news is going to have to stop, right? Fake news. Worst news <laughs> in the history of the world ever. I want to tell you, I'm number one. Right? Me. Yeah. I'm the best person that's ever lived. You gotta build that wall. Like if he's, like, he's Actually, exactly the same. Joe, something, I, and I can't, I'm not even going to try and remember it now because I'll just make a mess of it. You can find it for yourself. But Danny Dyer tells <laughs> Danny Dyer tells a great a great uh, anecdote about meeting Ray Winston. Really? Yeah, and absolutely planking himself. Who was planking himself? Danny Dyer. Danny Dyer was planking himself meeting Ray Winston. Yeah, yeah. Danny Dyer is a plank anyway, isn't he? Like he's a guy. He's like a caricature of a, of a real human, isn't of, he? Of a proper hard man. He is, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Although I have to confess, I have a sort of soft spot for I know, him. I kind of like him. Yeah, he's enjoyable to watch when yeah. because he's his, his daftness. Like. It's like one of the. He's like a hard man who's kind of sort of you know trying to be in touch with his with his you know his real his soft side. I know. I cried my eyes out. Cried my eyes out. Cried like a cried like a little girl. I did. 
But the things. Sorry, I don't know why I turned him into almost Australian. I there. know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a bit of a crocodile Dundee there. But it's just this whole thing of like, I went to Sheffield to meet the head of this firm. Yeah. It was really dangerous. And then he's like, he's in a pub and this little old lady's having tea. <laughs> By the fire, and there's one lad yeah. in his runners, and there's a full camera crew. And you're is like, that is that story? Is that urban myth? You know the story about him doing the football hooligan thing. He did a show all about football hooligans, and like he was standing outside of of some whatever Ibrox or Park or, or somewhere. Head, yeah, that's and um, and somebody ju- all they shouted was "All right, Delhi or whatever you know. In a obviously they would have done, I assume, in a Scottish accent. But anyway, and he went, "It's kicking off. It's kicking <laughs> off." <laughs> I don't know. I think that might just I be. I think Kevin's that might be Orban myth. Stand up, uh, your man, yeah. the Scottish lad, the stand up boy. Call Kevin Bridges. Yeah. I think it might be him, but it's a great story, and it does sum up what the show was about. Uh, I'm going to say that. Um, no, yeah. Ray Winston. Oh, for God's sake! Always do that. Ray Winston's like uh, 53. He's 64. Gee, I'm yeah. surprised. I'm really surprised at that now. But you did the right thing, going low. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Danny, Mr. Mr. <laughs> Ray Winston, great actor, hard case, 64. Right, what about this? It's Andrew's birthday today. Andrew, uh, Prince Andrew. The Duke of York. Oh, the dirty old Duke. Andrew, uh, Duke of York, yes. To, yeah. My God, that he... was, that was compelling viewing. Wasn't it? That, that, that interview. That, what was it? Panora- not Panorama, Newsnight or something. News, it, was one of those, it was the most bizarre interview yeah, ever. He yeah. was like, and now he, we know he doesn't sweat. That's, that's good to know. Like Ray Winston. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't sweat. He has a condition. He doesn't sweat. Yeah, I'd say Danny Dyer doesn't sweat anymore after he came face to face with Ray Winston as well. <laughs> yeah, the trauma of it all. Yeah. It's like, but it wasn't it the maddest thing ever. Oh. Yeah, an Argentinian shot at him. And it gave him such a fright, he stopped sweating <laughs> for the rest of his life. Like, it's the yeah. most bizarre. All around that Jeffrey Epstein thing. Yeah. I remember, like, you know you're in trouble if your PR guru, who you've been paying hundreds of thousands a year, says, if you do this, I'm leaving my job. And he goes, no, trust me, I've got this. Yes. I was in the forces, you know. I can handle this. He must be thinking, no, everyone around you tells you what you want to hear. I'm telling you. Trust me, this is a bad idea. Not at all. You don't understand. You silly man. Wait till you see me pull pull the media around my little finger. (sighs) Uh, I got to say, he's like in the 60s now. Yeah. 64. 61. Easy. 61 he is. Remember, he was the young lad. I remember when he was the young Prince Marion. Fergie, like. Yeah, and he was the Playboy Prince. Yeah, he was. Back in the yeah. day, like, of that grouping of yeah, the Charlie and the all nerds. that. Charlie, Charlie was, was the, the ridiculous looking thing, yeah. You know, the and the, the other lad was just a kid that nobody really paid much attention to. What's his name, even? Edward, is it? What? There's a third one. Isn't there? There's I another brother, know. is there? Is there? I didn't know that. I had no idea. What does he be doing? They're very little, obviously. It stays out of the way. He probably looks at Charles and, and, and Andrew and goes, oh my God, I'll tell you something. I'm not going down that road. Hanging out with Ray Winston now, having a sack of cans. <laughs> exactly. That'll be amazing. <laughs> right. Andrew Duke of York, uh, 61. What about Jeff Daniels? Jeff Daniels. Uh, du- what do you mean? How dare you pause? Jeff da- of Dumb and Dumber fame. Jeepers, of course. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking of Jeff Bridges he's for a, a gr- He's a lot better an actor than he gets credit for. Much better. It's because he does silly movies. Yeah, he's been in some great stuff, though. And can I remember the name of any of them now? No, not at all. No, I was the same. I was just I was doing that thing in my head. Yes, and a, a complete blank slate coming up. But yeah. I know you're right. That's the thing. I do know you're yeah, right. He's done. I, he's been great in lots of stuff that I can't think of Jeez, at the moment. Isn't it pretty? That, Other than Dumb and Dumber. Do you know what you sound like there? You sound like a fella who doesn't know how to about football. Yeah. Uh, did you see the game last night? I did. Uh, what do you think of Fernandez? Oh, I thought. 
thought, I thought, but, but I, um, oh, I thought it was it was a thing to watch. It was, yeah, a lunatic <laughs> of defence. I thought. I thought he was a lunatic of defence. It was brilliant. <laughs> Yeah. Like, okay. like that thing from the it crowd or the IT crowd. Yes, exactly yeah. like that. You know yeah. the Arsenal; they're always trying to walk it in. <laughs> what a terrible display, or whatever it was. I gotta say, um, oh, what is he? Oh, what's his name again? Jeff Daniels. That's him. Oh, jeepers! This I is literally, I mean, dumb and dumber. They should be her icons. Yeah, well, considering the going by the way we are with Jeff Daniels, <laughs> it feels like they base the characters on us. I gotta say, he's um, fifty-eight. 66 For God's sake <laughs> Is he really? Yeah And there, I actually thought That was one that was going to be A good one for you I yeah. thought you'd be A massive Jeff Daniels fan Well I'd say I am But I don't know anything He's ever done <laughs> I do know I like him though Best fan ever Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm a massive fan No know anything about him Massive fan uh, Right what about this one Benicio del Toro. Oh, him! Yeah, yeah. he's a very good-looking man. Yeah, now, he's a very good-looking man. The thing about it is, is he? You know what I get? I'm going to fess up to this. So I look at that and I go, Benicio del Toro. Yeah, right. Is that the same as Benito del Toro that I hear people say? Uh, is I've never heard. Is there two of them? No, that's what I'm saying. There's not. It's just people pronouncing it differently. Pronou- is it? it must be. Yeah. yeah, it has to be. Thank God for that. Unless somebody now says that one of them's a very, very famous singer or something. But I think it's the same <laughs> thing. It's a- yeah, it's just a, a mispronunciation or whatever. Yeah, I right. must be. That's ah, all right. yeah, yeah. Thank God for that. Yeah. Anyway, like, um, wait a minute. Which one is Steven Seagal? Which one? <laughs> Benicio del Toro. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. He's your man that was in. Usual suspects and all that and um, oh, that's him. I was thinking you, of Ricky Martin and I couldn't. And I can't oh, the for name. the love of God! That's what I was thinking. Ricky about. Martin. Yeah, I was thinking. She Not bangs, even. She bangs. Yeah, baby, you, and she moves. She moves. Oh my God! So not even another actor. Not even your man. Guillermo, whatever his name is, or like that. oh, that's why you see Steven Seagal's or Steven Seagal's name kept coming into my head because I kind of knew there was an acting reference there somewhere, but I couldn't quite put my finger on it. So now, oh my yeah. god, do you know what the brilliant irony of this is? Benicio del Toro is the guy from the Heineken ads, isn't he? Who actually sends himself up for being mistaken? Oh, is he for um, for Zorro? What's Zorro's name again? Antonio Banderas. Oh, there's another one. This yeah. is getting more confusing <laughs> as we go on. There's a lot of these lads, isn't there? And But Benicio Del Toro, he's the serious, like, he's the proper, you know, like, he's the Ray Winston of Puerto Rican acting. Is he? I thought <laughs> he was He's the Puss real deal. Who's Puss and Boots, then? Puss and Boots is Antonio Banderas. Are you sure that yes. wasn't Yes. Really? And it's certainly not Ricky Martin. I think you might be wrong. <laughs> I gotta... I, I, I mean, I'll have to... Help me! Uh, <laughs> Okay. Help me. Steven Seagal is... Um, I'm being held. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Benicio Del Toro. Yeah, yeah. Where this, the hell did Steven Seagal come into it? Because I knew there was a sort of a Latin American actoring influence somewhere, but I couldn't sort of put my hand... Where's where Steven Seagal's Latin American related thing? Is he not Mexican or something? Steven Seagal? Yeah. Is he not? No, does he not... Maybe it's just the plastic surgery made him look Mexican or something. <laughs> is that what it was? I've no idea. I thought I'm he was sort of Latino influenced in some way. Is he not? I'm going to cry. I thought he was like a Mexican ninja. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Um, right. 
So, Benicio del Toro. Benicio del Toro. I mean, obviously, I haven't got a clue. 53. <laughs> oh, my God. So close. 54. Really? Yeah. I knew him. 54. I knew him. Right, okay. We better squeeze these last right. couple in. A couple of kind of curveballs. Well, not really. Big, big names. Smokey Robinson, of course. Uh, t- you know, Smokey Robinson and the Miracles. Tears of a Clown and... Yeah, he's not he's not a young man. No, very much so. I, I know very little about him either. 77. 81. Oh, God. And Leslie Ash. Do you remember and Leslie, Leslie Ash? Ash? I love Leslie Ash from Quantumania yeah. and everything. Uh, and uh, Men Behaving Badly. And, of course, the original Trout Pout. The original Trout Pout, yeah. She wrecked it, though. Remember, she got the new face. Remember, she got the new mouth. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That oh, was, isn't she the one oh, who right. spawned that oh, trout that pout thing? Oh, yeah. The God. big lipstick. Oh, my God. She was so good. Sorry. She was gorgeous. Uh, yeah. Why did she want to interfere with her face? She, she was like Antonio Banderas. <laughs> and he got. Trying to be beneath the Del Toro. To be Steven Seagal. <laughs> That's what it was like. And you, you were kept going, why did you do that? You were look so well. Oh, And he was like, God. because of Mecca Malice, but I thought the team beat him. Uh, yes, you, oh yes, she wrecked herself. Oh, I was all, oh, I felt terrible, terrible when that happened, yeah. Right. But like I gotta say, Leslie Ash is like, uh, well, she was in Quadrophenia. 61. Yes! yes! Well done, you got the trout to finish. Finally, I tra- finished, I finished on the trout. And now you're up to date on the home of the Nile Boiling Show, weekdays from 12. This is Ireland's Classic Hits. Thank you kindly, Tara, and... Why did that happen? Ah! See, there was a, a built-in delay. I saw that, yeah. That was really weird. I pressed the button and it went, no, no, okay, well, now I will. Yeah, it's like, wait for it. Well, <laughs> boom. <laughs> anyway, happy like, Friday. like the week. Happy Friday. Yeah, it is Wait a bit. for it and boom. I know, the week, yeah, it did sort of drag its, its arse a bit, didn't it? And then I sort of thought today was Thursday and it's Friday, so that made <sighs> oh, me Oh, that's always cool. That happy. is brilliant. That's yeah. like finding money in your pocket. It is. And then I also <laughs> realised the date. It's the 19th of February today. Okay, I'm missing this somewhere. Well, I mean, it's just psychologically, we're nearly at the 20th of February. True. You know, a, that's, a, that's a 20 number. That's getting towards the end of the month. It's the shortest month of the yeah. year. Yeah. And it's just psychologically, okay, we, we N- nearly, nearly have a another month one done. down. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's, you're right, though. When you see the 20s in it, and then, like, if you get a day like yesterday, where uh, you can see yeah. the bit of sun, and you actually feel a bit of sun on your face when yeah. you're, you know, um, going out to be grumbly. Oh, my God, it was brilliant. <laughs> It was. Like it was going stunning. out to be grumbly. You set out to be grumbly. Did I you? do. Yeah. Yes. I do. Yeah. Uh, don't wait for me. I'm just going out oh, to yeah. be grum. I'm going to grumble at people I for a mean, while. Do you know what it was? It was a lovely day, and all. I was there. I was trying to look at the positive sides. And you know, you sit there with your man, and all. She's going, "Did you pay the insurance of the thing? <laughs> I did. Yeah. Oh, you better pay that. And did you pay the other thing that they look at? There's a, there's a lot of letters coming there. You, you thought I need to go out and grumble and you, a bit. You, you haven't opened those bank letters now for about six days. I'm like, oh, gee, I'm going out for to be grumbly. And it was actually lovely. It was lovely outside. <laughs> Brilliant. You come to work to be grumbly as well, though. I do, but it's I. It's a. It's this a much is more therapy. One. This is more therapy. Grumbly. Because I for him, to, not for us. Exactly. Exactly. I get to give it to Jim, and he walks out the door with the weight of the world in his shoulders, and I feel brilliant after. Well, let me give you some more reasons <laughs> to be grumbly then, because it's going to lash for the weekend. So oh. that that beautiful sunshine that we saw yesterday and the day before, forget you're, about it. You're done. quite literally raining on our parade. Yeah, yeah. If he can be grumbly. I can be grumbly too. <laughs> well, okay. this is this is just lovely. Wake Quality up, wake up, grumbly. happy. How are you? I tell you, I'm just glad you are here to carry the load. Jim, that's all I'm saying. It's probably my fault, <laughs> Oasis, whatever. Here are Classic Hits. Happy Friday to you. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Friday, 19th of February. 87 if you need to give us a shout about anything, whatever's going on for you. 
Uh, loads of WhatsApps in already. Thank you for all the happy Friday wishes right back at you. Much appreciated. Uh, hopefully it's going to be a good one for you. Mind you, there is one person who's a bit upset, PJ. Yeah. Trevor Bass. Trevor Bass is upset that he didn't feature in the celebrity birthdays. Oh. Now, you may say, what makes Trevor Bass famous and a celebrity? I, I and would. I'd have to say to you, I don't know. I think he just thinks he's more important than he maybe is. <laughs> <laughs> well, happy birthday. Yeah. Anyway, Mr. Bass. He didn't tell us how old he is, just that it's his birthday. And yeah. he didn't tell us what he's famous for or why he's a celebrity. But he's just letting us know he is. He is. He's just very upset that I didn't feature in the celebrity birthdays, lads. Wouldn't you love an ounce of that confidence going yeah. into your life, wouldn't oh, you? Oh, it'd be brilliant. Imagine pa- waking up. Page of that would do you the world of yeah. good. Imagine just waking up and thinking, I can't believe the radio hasn't mentioned me yet. <laughs> I'd love an ounce of that confidence. Uh, also, uh, let me see. Uh, somebody reckons. Uh, who's this now? Let me just check through. This is Aiden reckons that was the best birthday section ever. <laughs> While somebody else wants to know. Are you two doing the drunk on air experiment? <laughs> Unfortunately not. Unfortunately, I think, to be fair, that, that followed the whole Benicio Del Toro debacle. Yeah. That ended up dragging in people like Steven Seagal. Well, it's just as... Is Steven Seagal not have any Latino in him? I still haven't managed to find time well, to find that out. To be fair, you couldn't have chosen a more... M- mad person, really. Yeah, he's a nutter, yeah. He's a nutter, yeah. Didn't he, isn't he the one who declared himself God? Something like that, yeah. And then he's got... a god. And he has all these... This reputation of being, like, unbearable on set to deal with and everything. Like, he's supposed hmm. to be a bit of an egomaniac. And I think he knows he's a bit batty. Yeah. Didn't he do And he's also, and even among that... Even among that whole sort of, like, you know, action sort of stuff, he's like the... He's like the worst one. He's like the Roger Moore of... of of Take that back. You know what I mean? Like, Take you've got... You've got back. Jean-Claude Van Damme and you've... You know, you've got all... Well, actually, no, to be fair, I suppose he's not as bad as Dolph Lundgren. But do you know what I mean? Although Dolph is good. In the last Rocky movie, Dolph is good because he's, he's allowed to come out of himself a yeah. little bit. He's allowed to be more well, He's allowed to actually act or something. Yeah, he's allowed to act for a change. Yeah. But call it, how dare you con- compare the great yeah. Roger Moore. Paddy has been on to say that apparently he's uh, he's American, Steven Seagal, but with some sort of... He also holds Russian citizenship. Yeah. This man is bizarre. So we're just moving further and further, further away, away from your... For, we're getting further... So there's literally nothing Latino about Steven Seagal at not, all. Not to the... Yeah, not to the most people's knowledge, no. How did I think that? I've no idea, I man. haven't a clue either. I don't even know that. And yeah. how I confused him with Anthony, Anthony Del Toro. Um, Antonio Del Toro. Whatever his name is, I have no idea. Oh, were you thinking of... What's the other guy? What's the Guillermo... Guillermo uh, del Toro. Uh, no, Guillermo Bellissimo. No, Guillermo. Oh, is that gee. who you were confusing with? Benito del Toro. Maybe. Uh, oh, yeah, I, I guess so. There's about five of them in Hollywood and they're very similar. They even dress alike. They all wear that Versace gear and all. You know, although I confused them with the cat I mean, I'll from tell you Trek. something. I'll tell you something. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, whatever about confusing Benito del Toro with the likes of, say, Antonio Banderas or... Guillermo, whoever we can't remember his yeah. name. And even, even at a stretch, Ricky Martin. Yeah. But Steven Seagal, man. <laughs> I know. It's like, un- even by your standards. I know, it's unforgivable. Like I know, it's, it's ridiculous. Even by my standards, that was ludicrous. 
I understand. I'm not trying to justify this at all by any chance. Can I just say, I'm not trying to justify what happened in my brain there about a half an hour ago. I don't think it's justifiable yeah. at all. We're just trying to move on from it. I'm just trying to accept um, that it happened. Come here, Anne-Marie has been on. Uh, she says, hi, BJ and Jim. Supposed to be getting married tomorrow. Obviously not happening oh, now. fart. Shout out to the wonderful man, Damien, that is going to put up with me for the rest of his days. We listen every morning. Thanks for keeping us sane. So Anne-Marie and Damien... What's that? Happy nearly wedding happy day. Ne- happy nearly there day. Uh, yeah. Happy nearly wedding day, not happening day. When One day... Mm. I'm sick of people saying that. One day soon... <laughs> no. It's a pain. I'm sorry it didn't happen for you today. But yeah, uh, yeah but that's ha- unfortunate. Have a good day anyway. Listen, I'll tell you what is happening uh, today. Of course, it is uh, going to be the hit bit in about an hour's time. And um, we have been trying to pressurise Mike. He has said that people have come close... On the hit bit. Uh, the clue big is out there. Normally when the clue goes out there, it's a, a very short period of time before it's won. This one has continued to last, which has surprised everybody. But uh, Mike says people have come very close and it is a song that's been played multiple times on the station uh, since the hit bit was announced. So uh, 087-188-0008. Let Magic Mike know if you want to play for the hit bit in an hour. I think it's... What are we round? Would we go for 1100 quid? Yeah, well, let's, let's do 1100 okay. quid. Yeah, it's a much better idea. Let's do 1100 quid on the hit bit. And of course, a whole host of classic hits, goodies, the hoodie, the ugly mug, all that sort of stuff up for grabs uh, on the breakfast table quiz. Final day for that. Still looking for somebody to top the 13 mark. And what is tickling your particular funny bone, Mr. Well, we, PJ Gallagher, today? Quite a lot. Why do people get bitten by mosquitoes more often than other people? Right. Uh, there's a fellow who was um, so upset with his family that he was on the run <laughs> and he handed himself in because he'd rather be on the run than in lockdown with his family. I think we can all sympathise with him. Was that you, was No, no. <laughs> Thankfully, I haven't broken the law right. yet. yes. Uh, there's loads going on, yeah. And, Do- and the Dolly Parton statue, that isn't going to happen. Right. Why? Well... You'll have to make your own mind up there. Yeah, is it for gravity? No, let's... Yeah, okay, right. we'll talk about that later. <laughs> yeah, George Michael and Faith here at Classic Hits. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Happy Friday to you. We've uh, rounded up the hit bit on this happy Friday. We've rounded it up to 1,100 euro. That's what we're going to play for before the hour is out. Magic Mike is standing by if you want to get involved. 087 uh, Let him know you want to play. And uh, we mentioned uh, just before 7 o'clock, of course, that there is a story... Uh, that, uh, that the great Dolly Parton was about to get a statue in her honour. Indeed. You'd imagine, you'd imagine that's a good thing for anybody. Absolutely a great but, thing for anyone. But she said no. She said no. She said no because Dolly Parton just can't stop being the best human being on earth over the last few years. Every time you hear news about Bob Dolly Parton, it's always because she's done something fantastic. Right. Uh, so she told Dolly Parton, she told Dolly Parton, she is Dolly Parton, she told Tennessee lawmakers that she doesn't want a statue erected to her at the Tennessee Capitol because they proposed it early in the year because of her contributions to the state, you know, and to the arts and everything else. Country yeah. music being what it is, her being the icon that she is. And they said it would be a fitting thing to have outside the Ryman Auditorium. Um, and throughout her career, she, it's become something of a second home because she's like... I suppose she owns it. I mean, you, go, you can't go to Tennessee and not think of Dolly Well, Parton. Nashville, of course, is the home of um, of country music and Nashville, yeah. Tennessee and whatever. I don't know where she's originally from herself, though. She's Tennessee, but I she don't know. She is as well. Yeah, yeah but I oh, don't wow. know where. I don't know, like, you know. Anyway, yeah. Elvis basically is only a has-been compared to Dolly Parton. <laughs> so she released this statement, and she in her statement she says, I want to thank the tank. I want to thank. It sounds, reading Dolly Parton in a Dublin accent sounds like an awful thing. <laughs> I want to thank the Tennessee legislature. <laughs> She said, for the consideration and the bill of to the Capitol grounds. But she says, given all that's going on in the world, 
I don't think putting me in a pedestal is appropriate at this time. I do hope that somewhere down the road in several years, perhaps after I'm gone, if you still feel like I deserve it, then I'm certain I will stand proud in our great state capital as a grateful Tennessean. Wow. That is unusual. Turning down a statue. Although... I suppose the other side of it is that maybe she was kind of looking at the various statues that's been been done around the world. Maybe she saw Ronaldo's one and went, oh my God. And then she saw, what's that one down in Limerick or somewhere? And there's somebody who's, there's, somebody yeah. was meant to be Terry Wogan but looked like somebody else. Or there was, uh, it's meant to be Terry Wogan. Who is it? Look, it looks like Jerry Ryan. Is that the one? Is that the one? I don't know. You know, maybe there's a few of them and she might have looked at a few of the Luke Kelly ones and thought, well, if they're going to keep doing that to us. Or let's face it, maybe she heard about Molly Malone in College Green and thought, <laughs> ah, come here. You know, they have the poor old brass knockers rubbed off Molly Malone. And <laughs> That's they, the and thing, you see. There's, there is also that. I mean, fair play to the people in the Tennessee Council or whatever it is yeah. that proposed it. I mean, I wonder, did they propose it before they spoke to structural engineers and say, yeah. about how you'd... How are we going to make this balance? Sure, even Molly Malone, they need, the, the one in Dublin in College Green or uh, off College Green now, it needs a, a wheelbarrow to keep it upright. Yeah, that, I mean, yeah, the purpose of the wheelbarrow was really just to give it a bit of to balance. Give it a bit of balance. Every tourist in Dublin, every tourist Something in Dublin. Yeah, they jump up on her back and they'd be, ah, it's disgraceful what people do. Yeah. Uh, and you like with Dolly Parton's one, you'd probably have to, I mean... I don't know, would you you'd have to put it against a wall or something or put her leaning, maybe. Or a bassoon or so, some sort of instrument holding herself up yeah, or something like that. Yeah, she'd have to lean on a guitar or something just I, to, so, to stop her toppling forward. A drum kit, like she'd have to have her playing the drums or something, you know, and it's everything sort you know. And then, of course, as you say, you know, there's the whole thing that's developed with Molly Malone about, you know, having a rub for luck. The tourists and There's all the that. famous bull in New York. The people they, do the same thing. They rub the undercarriage They rub the undercarriage of the bull for luck. So you can only imagine every visitor to Nashville. Will be doing They'd have them worn down. They would. And They'd be all, back to normal by all, the end of it they all. They would. All them old cowboys would be dying for a, <laughs> a, you know. And as well, there, what's happened with this story is, there's a, what's happened is she's turned down the statue, right? Yeah. And now there's this movement of people that have turned up and what they're saying is, well... If ever there was somebody more deserving of a statue, it's somebody who is so non-egotistical that they would turn down a statue. So the movement to have the statue built is now stronger than ever. Because they're saying... So the secret to getting a statue is to say, look, no, I don't want the statue. Yeah, I don't deserve it. I don't want the statue. So it's not right to spend that's public That's going to be money. your campaign. Will we go on that then? Will we launch your campaign? Ladies and gentlemen of Ireland, PJ Gallagher does not <laughs> want a statue. Do, no. So please... You know, you shouldn't be constantly bombarding your TDs and your your local representatives and everything. Or even having a private fund or setting up a GoFundMe yeah, or anything yeah, like don't, that. Yeah, don't start any sort of Facebook group or something raising money for PJ Gallagher's statue. He said he doesn't want it because he's such a selfless human being. Yeah. He just wants to give back to the world. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, you might think, well, my God, if anybody deserved a statue, it's a man who says that. But... But I don't want it. Even if you was, even if it didn't cost taxpayer anything, and you all saved up a private money, and you lobbied the local council or the local councillors, and, yeah. and Lord Mayor Hazel Chu, who can be contacted at the mansion house at any stage, even yeah. if you did all of who, that, who and you know, it. even if it's for a man who who read stories for for the homeless at Christmas, yeah, and stuff. 
I don't, I don't like want to he, list out. No, don't go, Bill. Even if it would only cost everybody in Ireland, probably, you know, my God, I mean, less than a euro, less than maybe 50 cent from every person in Ireland would probably be enough to build it. You wouldn't notice I mean, it. You wouldn't yeah, notice yeah, it. You exactly. wouldn't notice it. But it wouldn't be right. It wouldn't be right. So no. please don't do that now. That'd be an awful thing to do. Yeah. Mind you, if they did build a statue for me, here's me slagging off what they'd be doing to the Molly Malone statue. All the feckers to do here is put me with a big bag of stolen underpants in the middle of O'Connell Street. That would be it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. For luck, you had to go up and rub PJ's underpants. Oh, that's a horrible idea. Yeah. <laughs> Ultra Nate and Free here at Classic Hits, waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Thank you for all of the WhatsApps. Oh eight seven one double eight triple zero eight. Few responses to the whole discussion about uh, the statue and Dolly Parton turning down the statue. And indeed, your good self, PJ, yeah. saying, "Look, no, don't. I know you want to give me a statue. Don't do it. Don't. don't you know? Stop, stop, do, yeah. stop bugging me about it. Yeah, he's yeah. So the Lily White's been <laughs> on. Let's put this in kind of quotes, if you know what I mean. Jim saying, "PJ doesn't want a statue." The rest of Ireland saying, mm, "Grant, fair enough." <laughs> All right then. I hear you. If you if you want to be that brutal about it. Uh, somebody else says good choice Jim no PJ statue not as many children having nightmares that's a very good point as well although (laughs) you see Elaine and Tala she's gone a different route she thinks a statue with the dirty L one on Thomas Street would be fantastic I'd love that now I'll be honest with you can you imagine that though if you were immortalised right so you think the idea of a statue forever and ever people would know the name of PJ Gallagher for generations to come there would be you'd be you'd be you know, embodied in, in bronze or whatever it would be. Bodied in you know, bronze. And all that. And imagine if it was done and it was done as one of your characters. It'd be better And you were, you were embodied as a dirty old one. A scrunchy up face and a dirty overcoat. Yeah, maybe. yeah, walking around and some lad running away in the start, like a bunch of little fellas running off away from you. I know. <laughs> Press a button on her back and she goes, <laughs> 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 that that That's could be interesting. We need also, more interactive statues. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, let me just check who this is. David has shared a picture of that statue you were talking about in Limerick, the one that's meant to be um, Terry, Wogan. Terry Wogan. Yeah. It's not a good likeness. It's I'm not. sorry. It's it honestly not a doesn't good it look likeness. like a, it looks a bit like Jerry Ryan. It looks more like Jerry Ryan than Terry Wogan. Do you think? I think so. Yeah. No, I'm not. No, I'm not that sure Jerry Ryan would be that happy with it either. Do you not think? Yeah. Well, it looks like Jerry Ryan with a with a funny haircut. Or yeah. Something. And also on the idea that um, you know the way if your statue did get erected, that maybe it would be a special thing in relation to your underpants. <laughs> Just <laughs> what I mean that like say if they rubbed the Molly Malone's. Frontage, yes, and you know the bulls undercarriage and all that sort all of stuff. Of that. That your lucky rub would be your underpants. The underpants. And uh, Northside Tony just wants to know: Would they be your own underpants, though, or would you have stolen them from another statue? Yeah. <laughs> Ireland's classic hits. REM, shiny, happy people. Happy Friday to you. Could be a very happy Friday if you get your hands on our eleven hundred euro, eleven hundred quid could be yours this very day. If you can tell us what the hit bit is, Magic Mike standing by. Final call to play, 87 As PJ said earlier, don't give him your guess. Just let him know that you want to have a go. You think you have it cracked. 87 Now, as I say, happy Friday. Uh, heading into the weekend, of course. And, you know, I'm okay, I accept, as we have said earlier on and many times, you know, for a lot of people... Yeah, the weekend isn't that different from their weekdays. It's a very strange time. I, I get it, you know, yeah. and, and you can't maybe necessarily look forward to the weekend the way you used to look forward to it in terms of the things you plan to do and all that. But I think there are still positives about the weekend. Like, for example, for me, one of the big positives of the weekend is not having to get up at half four in the morning. 
And there Having a bit of a lie-in In lies your problem, Jim That's what's wrong with you Can a man not have a bit of a rest well, at the he, weekend, PJ? He can If he cares nothing about his own health, he can <laughs> Oh! Yeah What do you mean? I'm dicing with death You're I dicing the with death Having a lie-in at the weekend When you're used to getting up early all week And let's face it, we are very used to getting up early In fact, if Jim gets up so early, I'd say he gets up late That's how early he gets up <laughs> Uh, yeah, Jim gets up the day before. Jim literally gets up the day before he has to go to work. So do you know what I mean? It's uh, you, but if you do it all week and then you get, have a lion in the weekend, it can affect your mood. It can bring you, make you miserable, is what it can do. Uh, it can increase bad moods even if you do it on a Monday morning. If you had a lion on a Sunday morning, so you can carry it over into the week. Oh, wow. with you. Lions, Jim, you're going to love this. Are bad for your health. End of story. Oh, no, they're bad for your health. They've done this study. So you're saying that for me to be healthy. I have to continue to get up at half four on a Saturday and Sunday. Exactly. It'll oh do you the world of good. Do you the, well, look at me, I get up Can at the same time. Can you imagine the mood I'd be in if I came into you on a Monday, having gotten up at half four on Saturday and Sunday? Yeah, you'd be like riding a unicorn, rainbows coming out of your ears <laughs> with happiness. That's how you'd be. You'd be there going, I don't I, think so. I haven't slept so well. You'd be saying it was great. I went to bed at 7 I mean, because I do sort of do that tapering thing, <laughs> right? What's now, I know you're fairly disciplined, to be fair to you, but I do that sort of tapering thing. So, so for example, I know on the Sunday... This is a great insight, by the way, into how your mind works. I know, I mean, yes. I'm looking forward to this. Ridiculous yeah. is what it is. But I do that thing where on a Sunday... Like, say, for example, on a Saturday, if I did lie on, right? Yeah, yeah. And it got to... You know, it depends. Whatever. If it did get on to, oh my God. Three you know, in the evening or something. No, like 10 o'clock or something. Oh God. Which is basically the afternoon That's for you, I know. That's time. <laughs> but on the Sunday, if I wake, I won't do the lie on. Do you know what I mean? Because on the Sunday, right. it's in my head that I have to work backwards, that I'm going to go to bed early that night because I have to get up so early the next morning. So I won't... But it still wouldn't be half four. I mean, if I wake, what I'm saying is... If you won't you know, wake, I might get up at... I could up at eight, maybe, or half oh eight. Oh, my God. Lunchtime. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, it's no wonder you come in like thunder on a Monday. You can, uh, you, Excuse me. You can hear Jim walking up the stairs. Yeah, it's like the team from Jaws plays. That's your alarm clock. That's, oh, no, yeah. I actually, I'm messing. Jim has actually never, very rarely comes in in a bad mood. At least no more than the rest of us, that's for sure. <laughs> um, but it is, that but, is kind of weird though. So that's the, se- the secret. Because in fairness, you've, you've said that before, that from a health point of view, or it's not specifically from a specific sleep point of view if you want to try and get good sleep on the go you have to be yeah. consistent you have to be consistent that's why I'm like a weirdo that's why I like I will play within an hour either side but that's it right like so I'm talking late night now it's Friday night I'm so pl- you're up at like before 6 at weekends ah uh, yeah well like around 6 now yeah. oh my around, god like I wouldn't be later than that Jay because now I haven't got all day <clears> to do nothing you know I haven't got all day to do nothing. That's amazing. So. You, your day is over by noon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, noon. I've done everything I want to do. That's why I don't feel hard done by then come eight o'clock when I feel tired and want to go to bed, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I really, I've got to... And miss- it's like, what's, what's, what are the weekends like at six o'clock in the morning? They're very much like the rest of the week. There's not a lot of people around, you know. Uh, right. It's, it's, you know, it's good, you know. You wake up and you look out the window and um, you might... You might go for a run or something. 
You'd be surprised how many weirdos there are out running at that time. And everyone's very friendly at that time of the weekend. I'd yeah, say that. Yeah. Like, you, you can't... It's like your own little private early club. Yeah, if you go for a walk or anything. Because I suppose when you're out, there's only two people on the road. And you can see each other coming sometimes yeah. for half an hour. So it'd be weird if you finally got to each other and you went... You ignored each other. You know, you have to yeah, go, yeah. I saw you coming there, you have to say. <laughs> I was looking at you for a while there. Good morning. And he'd go, yeah, you wouldn't want to wake up like Jim. Ha, ha, ha. said... <laughs> Get, right. get a night's sleep but oh they my said, god they did so what qualifies as a lie in then is it sort of is it based on your normal sleep patterns or is it a time of day no, on your normal sleep oh, patterns no. so if you're, if you're, if you're this you're, is not good news you should go to bed ideally the same time and ideally wake up the same time every morning and then it has the recommendations of how much sleep you should get at what age and when you need to get it so like it has school ages 6 to 13 years old you have to sleep 9 to 11 hours a night teens uh, 14 to 17 they're supposed to sleep 8 to 10 hours uh, young adults 7 to 9 hours adults 26 to 64 7 to 9 hours and then people in your age grains uh, Jim it sort of says you know basically as much as you well, can get it yeah says. yeah people in my age range it says try and stay awake yeah it says, yeah enjoy your life while you can it says <laughs> That's what oh, says there. That's unbelievable. Your sleep w- isn't the problem. In fact, maybe it's the person you're working with. Do you know what the what the flaw in that whole argument is, right? You yeah. can talk all about kind of, you know, your sleep patterns and your you know and all this kind of stuff and your personal health and all that. Carry on. Tell you what that doesn't factor in. What's that doesn't it? factor in a partner. Because exactly. I can tell you something. If you want to talk about my health, right? Yeah. If I turned around and I said to Yvonne, right, that's it now, I'm afraid we're gonna to have to get up at half four Saturdays and Sundays. <laughs> I'll tell you something. I wouldn't have yeah. to worry about what my heart or my lungs are be doing. You don't it'd, be the, it'd be the smack of a massive thing in the back of the head. Well, I find that very unreasonable that somebody wouldn't want to support you and get up at four <laughs> o'clock every morning. <laughs> hip, hip. It's a bit of a really famous hit. It's a bit, just a bit from a classic hit. But what hit is it? Hip, hip. Oh God, that was a bit nasal. I didn't really wasn't myself today. I thought I mean, you were you were drumming that up from somewhere deep. I was, yeah. I was too deep. See, I keep trying to go up high, yeah. and then I realise I haven't got the vocal range, and it disappoints me. You know, it disappoints you. It disappoints me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you, you keep living one of these days. One of these days, I'm suddenly going to wake up with the voice of a. Of, of a soprano definitely <laughs> on one of these you'll see you'll see uh, so there, it is 1,090 quid if you, if you ever wake up with the voice of a soprano it'll probably be what you talking about <laughs> yeah <I'm... laughs> sorry bad joke <sighs> right moving swiftly on 1,090 quid is what it says in the machine but we're going to do 1,100 euro why not be mad not to here's what it sounds like and Anita Murphy is going to play first I, uh, good morning Anita good morning there Morning you to better you. show me that money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm running out of ideas. You're running out of ideas as to what it is? Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, where are you that you're coming up I'm with these in ideas? Right, you're in Ballyfermot. Good stuff. Right, so mad for the money in Ballyfermot this morning. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way to have it. Anita, go for it then. Take the cash. What, okay. are, you, what are you thinking? I think it's 50 cents, Big Rich Town. 50 cents? Jesus. I wasn't expecting that I don't, for some I don't know him at all. And that's how I haven't a clue about him. I just wasn't expecting that. Are you a big 50 Cent fan, Anita? No, I just have no idea, really. Yeah, right. she wants, she just this, this, this is you clutching at straws, Anita, isn't it? Yeah, it's big as big enough. I'm right. going with the big. That's yeah. it. Go big or go home, as the man would say. Right, yes. what are you going for, Mike? What's the story with a bit of 50 Cent? 
Okay, not an artist we play frequently on Classic Hits. However, uh, you're very welcome to the club of people who have guessed so far, Anita. But this time you're wrong, unfortunately. <laughs> Oh. I'm trying to find out where you live, Mike. That's I'm it. You. That's, why he, that's why he moved to the west, Anita, to yeah, try and yeah. evade all the people hunting him down. <laughs> have a great day. Have a good day. Happy See you, Friday, Anita. Anita. Right. Cheers. Take care. Neve, born, waiting patiently. How are you, Neve? I'm good. How are you? Not so bad, Neve. Thanks a million. Uh, the feet are a bit sore, and I got a fly bite in the face yesterday. You may have heard oh about it. Oh, my God. Oh, he never misses an opportunity, Neve, to have a good old whinge. <laughs> <laughs> where are you, Neve? I'm in Ringtown. Oh, good. So how are you feeling today? I'm great. Marvellous. Oh, it depends on whether I win this. I yeah. might go back to bed for a lie-on if I don't. Yeah. Well, to be honest with you, it'll <laughs> go either way. You'll either go back to bed to celebrate or go back for a lie-down depressed. <laughs> no, I'll go out for a walk to celebrate. Good okay. for you. <laughs> Stay away from them lie-ons or you'll end up like Jim McCabe and telling you the free There's nothing wrong with me! Dave, <laughs> <laughs> have a go there. We'll try and give you some money. What do you think? Uh, I think it's Toto Africa. Good one. Oh, right. God, that's a, I haven't heard that in ages as well. That's good tune. Right. What about that, Mike? No, no for Toto, I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry about that, Neve. No, but... Uh, okay. Happy Friday thank to you, you anyway, Neve. Take care of yourself, yeah? All right. Cheers. Bye-bye. Thanks Bye-bye. a million. Bye-bye. Right. Thank you, Michael. It means, of course, that uh, it's up to Niall Boylan to try and give it away. At uh, half, half one, one today. Half one. He'll have a uh, 1,090 quid for you. But I'm sure you can scab the extra tenner off him. He's, he's generous like that. Abba and Waterloo, the song that started it all for them, of course. Uh, happy Friday to you. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Hopefully you're in good form on this Friday, 19th of February. Uh, a bit later this hour, of course, final day of this week's Breakfast Table Quiz. Whole host of fabulous classic hits goodies. Uh, the uh, classic hits hoodie. we got the PJ and Jim ugly mug. I'm sure there'll be a few bits and bobs. Get yourself a very cool trolley token. Absolutely, yeah, nothing better than that. No, no self-respecting supermarket goer goes without a classic hits trolley token. Not in this world. Yeah, and I sincerely hope you drive to wherever it is you do your shopping with a classic hits air freshener hanging out of your mirror. And I found if you pull the strings on the hoodie as tight as you can until just your eye sticks out, you've got a perfect face mask. (laughs) There you go. It's all you could possibly want. All uh, a whole host of classic hits uh, stuff up for grabs on the breakfast table quiz this week. Still a score of 13 to beat. Now, I tell you, there are happy Fridays, right? And then there are happy Fridays because PJ Gallagher may be experiencing or about to experience following this story that he's found one of truly the greatest Happy Fridays he's ever had. This this appears to be almost like a gift from the gods for PJ. Jim McCabe, a company called Hercleon. Uh, they oh are, my God, Hercleon. Yeah, they already, How manly is that? They already sell these um, bed sheets that you don't have to wash for months at a time. Months at a time. Uh, they stay fresh smelling and they stay, uh, you know, they kill bacteria and all this sort of crack and whatever. I, who even cares about the bed sheets? I'm just saying that's something they sell already. Okay. As of next week, you can go onto their website and they write, We believe the future of clothing is laundry free. And we're excited to lead this human race towards a cleaner, more eco-friendly, less time-wasting way of life. So... With the launch of our new underpants, you do not have to clean (laughs) ever. An exciting new dawn begins. So if you don't ever want to wash your underpants again, you don't have to. Non-washing 
underpants. Underpants that wash themselves, Jim. What? Underpants that wash themselves. Wash themselves. That you can wear day in and day out without having to worry about sticking them in the laundry. They already do shirts and socks and they even do a hat you can wear over and over again. And no matter whose smelly head it was on, you can sniff it and it smells perfect. Oh, say, How can that even happen? You're saying there are, they, they currently do socks and shirts and everything. Yeah. That never, ever need to be washed. You don't need to wash them. You don't need to wash them. They will never smell bad and they will eat bacteria. That's what they say. All of their products, including the underwear, are made with this Herc fibre material. And they claim it does all these things. And underjocks are on the way. Next week, they're going to have the new underpants. They can even block the sun, man. They have UV fighting properties. <laughs> they can block the sun. They can block the, the dangerous rays from the sun, these underpants. Why, have your, have your man areas been ever kind of under threat from the sun? No, but I get burnt bad on my neck and if I knew I had a pair of jocks on I could just run into the toilet take them off wrap them around my neck like a miniature yeah. staff or give yourself a wedgie and pull them right up the back up right to your neck and put, yeah. put my head over, yeah, under yeah. them then that I would be protected from the sun Incredible I'm just saying Jim, the new dawn is here it is the most exciting <laughs> time of our lives if I get a pair of these I'll never need to rob another wow. pair of underpants again as long as I live and this there's is a, it there's us, there's us thinking this was a terrible time for humanity what with global pandemics and all that little did we know it's actually a true glorious time it is a where the, the, the future of non-washing underpants is being born it's born next week come on we have to get a pair of these so I, come I'm on just, Jim I'm just to struggling to believe in it you so mean? you're saying that literally it's you it's could put a pair of underpants on wear them every day for God knows how long maybe forever and they'll never need to be washed or cleaned in any way, shape or form. It's made from Herc fibre. And what if you have accidents or anything? Well, look, they say, I don't know about that. I'm just saying, in a non-accidental sense. Yeah, but like, you know, men. Men have all sorts of... They're a bit casual about their right, approaches like, to... So if you say, if you sat on a crayon or something, is that what you're saying? Or you sat on a puddle of orange juice and you ended up with a stain? Is that what you're kind of Well, mean? let's go with your versions, yeah. Yeah, I think I know what you're saying. I think um, in that case, they say, Herkleon, the company say, yes, it is fine to wash them if you need to. That's no problem. Right. That these things, of course, being the unburstable underpants of the new generation, that they can fight off the washing machine as easy as they can fight off what may or may not happen yeah. to them in the real world. My God, these are like, these are the hobnobs of, of underpants. I mean, you could, it doesn't matter what you do with them, you could dunk them as often as you like and they'll never, they'll never give in. What I they'll love, never break. And what I love about this is, you know the way algorithms work on Google, that you look up one story and then you get ads recommended. Yeah. Well, I've just realised here, I'm looking at this story here and it talks about this company and Hercleon and underpants you can put on once and never wash again. And right beside it, there's a Victoria's Secret model that's come up as an ad. <laughs> And if they can come up, if Victoria's Secret can come up with lingerie you never need to wash, I think you're on to a, a winner there. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if you got to that stage with a, Stop a, with a, a close friend yeah, and, then and, she, they were, and it was like, oh, my God, your, your lingerie is amazing. Yeah, I've been wearing this now, believe it or not, for about the last eight years. Oh, yeah, I've just, I've, you've spoiled the mood now. Sorry, you it's all me? gone. I'd be like, tell me more. <laughs> If I, are you saying if you weren't, if you didn't meet someone of the of the um, opposite persuasion, and you were with them, and they were like, yeah, yeah, and you saying if you didn't like, that, one, of, one of my better be a chat up line for me. I'll be walking up to people going, see them jocks sticking out the back of my jeans there. See them. Six years, haven't washed them, wore them every day, every day. Go on, smell them there. Go on, take a sniff. They smell like the day that personal automatic was invented. 
Literally the spider smelling six year old worn every day underpants on the planet, I'd say. Um, wow. What woman would What a get, future we have in store for us. What woman wouldn't get weak at the knees at the yeah. thought of me not yeah. never changing me underpants? Tell me again how long you're wearing them, PJ. Going on seven years, three months. <laughs> Huey Lewis in the news, stuck with you here at Classic Hits. Glad to be. Happy Friday to you. Thank you so much for letting us hang out with you on your Friday, folks. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim. A few responses on WhatsApp. Uh, 087 to that story, PJ. The story that you think is the greatest fantastic. dawn of human invention. It's fantastic. The, uh, the, the invention, the, the, the availability of uh, jocks uh, underwear that apparently you never, ever, ever, ever have to wash. I thought I was doing well washing the same um, seven pairs of pennies jocks for 17 years. <laughs> it turns out this is even better still. Extraordinary. Now, the reaction has kind of split along gender lines. Right? Let- this probably won't come as a surprise. Right, let me guess. The lads all want to wash their trousers. Is that right? Not quite. The, um, um, the response from people like Margaret is, that is just disgusting. Somebody else saying, um, oh, what are you talking about? Right. Um, about? This is real, by the way. I'm looking at that website right somebody now. Somebody calling themselves people hater. What, PJ, what are you talking about? I change the bed linen every three days in all beds of the house. And of course, my knickers daily. Well, Seriously, tr- like I'm nearly after dropping my cuppa. Well, if you add up all the time you've wasted doing that, all you needed was one set of sheets, one pair of knickers, and then you can you could have got a lifetime out of them. A jo- lifetime. Joe's been on to say, oh my good God, that's disgusting. <laughs> now, the weird thing about it is, right, there was also, I should mention, the sort of middle ground, middle ground of people who want to know, would the fact that you could have a pair of jocks and have them forever, right? Yeah. Without even having to wash them, would that stop you stealing Oh, for God's sake. It's just never that, going to end. It's never going to end. I mean, we're going on two and a half years since the unfortunate incident of the miss <laughs> of stolen pants that were stolen by accident. And I'm still getting it like this. Um, so there's a very, there's various things like PJ washes everybody else's underpants bar his own, but all this kind of stuff <laughs> is happening. Um, uh, and also... But Can I just the, say, I do wash my underpants. I would just like to ha- not have to. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, somebody else is claiming fell on it, saying it sounds like the Emperor's new clothes, the jocks version. In the other j- words, a non-believer that you could ever have a pair of jocks that you never, ever, ever have to wash. No, you don't have to, no. There you go. And then, and then there's the, the male response to it. And this is summed up perfectly. This is the most male response, right? Yeah. Somebody, let me just see if I can give credit where this is due, right, to this person. This is Philip, has been on to say that he thinks the jocks would be absolutely amazing. But not because they necessarily they'd be jocks that you just don't have to wash. He says this could be great because there's plenty of bacteria in a fella's under regions, and the pants could clean them. So not only is Philip hoping that he never has to wash his underwear again, he's hoping just by wearing them, it'll clean his nether regions for him. That's gas, isn't it? Away some people's brains. So he's thinking, I'll wear the jocks all day, I'll take them off going to bed, and I'll rub them under my armpits and all. And that'll sort me right. I won't even even have to have a shower again. Breakfast Table Quiz. It's time for the Breakfast Table Quiz. Win the best prize out there is... The Breakfast Table Quiz with Kilmartin Educational Services. In class or online, learn and revise safely and get ahead with Julie's. See KES.ie. 
final day. We know exactly what the target is for today. If you want to be a winner on the Breakfast Table Quiz this week, we need 14 correct answers in the 60 seconds. Um, otherwise, our top score at the moment... Uh, I'm not sure who has our top score at the moment. I know it's 13. I don't know who the player is, though. But anyway, that'll be the uh, score that scoops all of the Classic Hits goodies. The uh, Classic Hits hoodie, the PJ and Jim Ugly Mug, and all the other bits and bobs. So who's going to play, PJ? Uh, uh, it's Derek who's on 13 at the moment. Okay. And it's Des Buggy who's going to play today to try and knock him off his perch. How are you, Des? All right, PJ. How's it going? Not too bad at all. Where are you, Des? I'm in, uh, I'm in Dunstowers and Blessed in County Weekly. Oh, hey, what have you? You couldn't be in a better spot, Des. Couldn't be in a better spot. You're, you're having a laugh there, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, what's it like? Is it busy at the moment? Uh, well, no, I'm outside the front door because uh, I couldn't really take the, the phone call in the, in the shop floor, but it's, uh, Naturally. It's, uh, it's cats and dogs out here. Is and, it? Uh, Lucky enough, lucky enough, I'm here with the fake tan just to make sure that the people in Wicklow look like Ogilubuses <laughs> <Uncle laughs> again. <laughs> Brilliant. I tell you something, so Duns and Blessington's in for a treat when you walk in the door. Yeah, well, they, they, they do tend to place themselves, are <laughs> Yeah, That's brilliant. There's I, actually, they're, they're inside now. They're inside doing this, putting the word out amongst all the staff. Oh, yeah. I believe it. I the, believe bu- it. the boogie. Look, the manager going, Colin, Colin Yates is a, is a dub, so he's a, he look after so you don't need it. So what you're saying is you don't need a translator, is it? Uh, well, yeah, true enough. Yeah. Well, I have to slow down when I talk to the weekly people because they're the amount of people, you know. That's yeah, that's the same real level, you know. Hey, that the truth. I see one every day here. <laughs> there, so I just, how oh, very dare you? Yeah, well, he, 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 you can take the uh, you can take the boy out of English, but you can never take the English <laughs> out of the boy. So, you know, Kildown and Rose. Oh dear, oh no, dear! I have a great. I, I, apparently, you're so weak, yourself. They don't even call it a full body tan up there. They call it a full buggy tan. <laughs> right, come on, let's try and guess. Because uh, the only thing that would complement Des's tan uh, better would be a score uh, of forty. No, would be a hoodie. Would oh, be a, a hoodie because nothing matches that beautiful orange better than a nice bit than of purple, purple on the outside. Yeah, oh, I tell you, he'd, he'd look like a twirl. <laughs> Oh, yeah. That sounds excellent, lads. <laughs> right. Let's oh, do God. it. 60 seconds on the clock. 14, the score we need. Des Boogie, the best of luck. Here we go. Appetite for Destruction was an album by what band? No idea, Pat. Guns N' Roses. Derry Clark is best known for what profession? Derry Clark? Derry Clark. Derry Clark. No idea, Chef. Yeah. yeah. The, the historic Route 66 runs from Illinois to what coastal state of the U.S.? Oh, California? Yeah, the ex-Premier League footballer Janino is from what country? Brazil. What sort of instrument would it normally be played or be, be made by a horologist? Horologist? Um, the, the, no idea, Pat. It's a watch. Finish this command. Sign on the dotted what? Lion. Quidditch is a game featured in what series of books? Quidditch. No idea, Pat. Harry Potter, the South African city of Durban, overlooks what ocean? Uh, the Pacific Ocean It's the Indian The Kremlin And St. Basil's Cathedral Are in what Moscow Square uh, Red Square The Bernabeu Stadium Is the home of, home of What Spanish football Real club Real Madrid When You Wish Upon a Star Was the award winning song From what Disney film No idea Pat Pinocchio Robert De Niro And Ray Liotta star In which Scorsese movie About the Mafia uh, that's yes, the one that's the well one. done well done right okay PJ it's very hard to understand you and <laughs> I know my accent. I tell you something else you want to you want to put her on Airtel page 888 to understand what you're saying there that was that was an immediate possible yeah. you know, I know when be- people are slagging me I know what it means the I'm best sorry part- yeah I was stuttering a little bit today as a ah, fairness yeah. the best part of that I was really where Des taught you, you I, I come out into the quiet so I, uh, so I could hear you clearly and that's 
I wasted my time there. I tell you, the best part was when Des thought you said uh, Jerry Clark is famous for what profession? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I think, I think he's an electrician. Yeah. yeah, I should have had it. Last time I was on, I got 12 and I had a cup of coffee beforehand and I kind of kicked in and I got a buzz out. So maybe I should have done that. That's it. That's the secret, buddy. That's the secret going forward. You did win the flipping hoodie, you maniac. God loves a tryer. Get off, you chancer. Get off, you chancer. Unbelievable. The Breakfast Table Quiz. Dr. Alban, of course, sing hallelujah here at Classic Hits. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim. 087-188-0008 if you need to uh, to give us a shout at any stage. Happy Friday to you. Hopefully you're in good form. Thanks for letting us hang out with you. Uh, we've already had the story, of course, of uh, PJ's greatest ever invention, or at least he's discovered what he felt was the greatest ever invention. Definitely. Uh, that could, could alter his life. And now it appears that something else appears to have fallen into his hands. Because... Um, Regular listeners to the show will know that, you know, PJ is very comfortable in his own company. And, you know, if he does have to kind of, you know, have other people around him, he'd prefer to pick and choose them, like. Well, you, you know, as the song goes, Jim, do you know where hell is? Hell is in hello. <laughs> Heaven is goodbye forever. It's time for me to go. That's the way the song Wandering Star goes. Yeah, and, and in fairness, you've, you've, you've applied that over the years to, you know, various factions in your life. I think including so. your family and I have to say I maybe share something in common with this fella so this guy he's a it's the same over in England socialising uh, outside your household has been banned right mm-hmm. uh, but for this fella anyway he was over in Sussex and it all got a bit too much you know hanging out with the family every day no change of scenery listening to the same voices so he rang the police in Burgess Hill it turns out he was a fugitive uh, and he rang the police and he says, listen, I'm going to hand myself in. He goes, my name is, um, da- uh, oh no, Darren Taylor's the name of the policeman. Right. He says, my name is this and uh, you'll know that I'm supposed to be wearing a tag. I broke it off and I'm coming down to the police station now. He says, I'd much rather go to jail than spend one more minute with these bloody people I'm living with, he said. Uh, oh my and, God. Yeah, so he'd been, he was, he was on the run. Yeah. For whatever crime from way back. Whatever. I yeah. managed to stay, I managed to evade the police. Yeah. And just decided voluntarily. Lockdown happened. Just. And over the last year, he's going, I can't handle it. I cannot handle it. So when he went to the police station, uh, Darren Taylor, the policeman, said to him, So why have you decided to hand yourself in now? Uh, why are you decided you're going to go to prison? And he says, Honestly, for the peace and quiet. He said, For the peace and He wants to go for the peace and quiet. Oh my God. Yeah. How he, bad does your. How bad does your home life have to be that that prison is a better option? He says, honestly, he said, the guy went had himself in and said, I'd rather go back to prison than spend more time with those people I live with. Those bloody people were driving me insane. Uh, once in custody and heading back to um, spend some time on his own, the police asked him how he felt about it now that he'd handed himself in. And he says, honestly, so far, it's been a huge relief. <laughs> So wow. he's, he's, he's overwhelmed with happiness that he's been locked in a box um, with someone he doesn't know, I presume. I doubt he has a cell to himself, yeah. even though that's what he would have loved. But it just goes to show you. Like, I mean, no, I, I feel like this fella, maybe he's a criminal and all, but I feel like I have a lot in common with him. I understand dependence. Yeah. Uh, well, obviously, uh, the criminal tendency, you've got that in common for start. Oh, I never robbed a pants on purpose. <laughs> I never robbed him on purpose. But, I mean, he could, if you wanted to, if things too, do get too bad. You could turn that to your advantage. I mean, at this stage now, we've spoken about it so much that most of the nation would probably act as a witness. To shop me in. You know what I mean? So that I if you did with- decide like that the family life of lockdown is getting just too much for you, then and you did decide, like, do you know something? I'd do anything for a bit of peace and quiet. 
and you wanted to kind of like fess up to the police that you are responsible for thievery. The problem is there'll be a backlog now because I go up to Star Street Guard Station after having read this this story out, won't I? I'll go in and say, I want to hand myself in. And you say, I'm sorry, you're going to have to wait. We have a load of people claiming the same crimes. <laughs> That they never, that we know they couldn't have possibly done. Uh, apparently, every one of them wants a week away. There'll be people walking up to guard stations, going, um, "Have you, have you a list of unsolved, unsolved crimes there?" <laughs> Sorry, what? Is there, what's on your list of unsolved crimes? Uh, well, there's a, there's a break in here. That, th- was, that me. was me. That was me. I did, did that. that. I did was that. Me, yeah. I did that. Put me away. Slap the handcuffs on. And that's all you How soon can you get me to prison? It's just that the mother-in-law is planning to ring yeah. any later un- on. Any unsolved murder? <laughs> that was me as well. 